Hi, I'm Felicia, and you're listening to episode 81 of Five Song Set. In episode 80, we heard anthems from places that aren't really nations. In this episode, we're going to hear straight-up national anthems. We're going to start off with the anthem that inspired me to do these podcasts, Kazakhstan's national anthem. The anthem is called Meinen Kazakhstanum, and means My Kazakhstan. It's based on an older song, although the lyrics were modified by the very long-serving current president of Kazakhstan, Nursultan Nazarbayev. This song was adopted as the national anthem in 2006. Previously, the anthem had been the same as the anthem during Soviet times. Personally, I like the new anthem much better. There's another version of this song without the soloist on Wikipedia. It's also quite good, so I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can find it. Here is Meinen Kazakhstanum. Oh, my God. 
we just heard Istiklal Marshi, the national anthem of Turkey. Here's a bit of history about the song from Wikipedia. Following the dissolution of the Ottoman Empire, a nationwide competition was organized to select an original composition for a national march, for which a total of 724 poems were submitted. Mehmet Akif Ersoy, a very well-known poet of the time, refused to participate due to the monetary prize of the competition. He was then called and convinced by Parliament to submit a poem, disregarding the prize of the competition. This ten-verse poem, written by Ersoy, was unanimously adopted by the Turkish Grand National Assembly, following evaluation by Parliamentary Committee. The prize of the competition was granted to a society of veterans. The song was adopted in 1921, two years before the country was officially established. We're going to move from the official versions of the national anthems to a couple of really nice interpretations by more indie groups. The first of these is Amar Shanar Bangla by Kiyo, a London-based British-Bengali band. There's been a moderate amount of fussiness about this song. The band's website explains. In December 2012, Kiyo released the music video for its version of Nobel Prize-winning poet Verbrindanath Thakur's Amar Shanar Bangla. The song, also the national anthem of Bangladesh, caused controversy for several reasons, including the use of Western instruments, seated musicians, and vocal stylings, particularly the vocals coming in at the middle of the song. The video went viral among Bengalis worldwide, with Facebook and Bengali blogs taking up the slack for YouTube, which was banned in, Beng in Bangladesh at the time. Against the backdrop of political turmoil caused by the verdicts on war criminals from Bangladesh's 1971 War of Independence, Kiyo was accused of sedition for distorting the anthem by one of the most well-known musicians in Bangladesh. The controversy flared further as more of the biggest names in Bangladeshi music weighed in for and against the band's version of the song. The band quickly became national news in the country, appearing on most major TV channels, newspapers, and on radio. In addition to being on the news, Keo has spawned a TV comedy sketch and opened up debate about the song's place in the hearts of Bengalis in neighboring West Bengal in India. In general, though, listeners seemed really happy with this version, and why shouldn't they be? It's beautiful. As for the band, Keo is named after a letter in the Bengali alphabet. It's a unique letter that, while being a combination of two letters, has an identity of its own. Similarly, although the band's members draw on many different musical backgrounds, the amalgamation of the whole has a singularly identifiable sound. Here is Amar Shonar Bangla by Kiyo.
the National Anthem of Pakistan by Kumarian. The band is not surprisingly from Pakistan, and they have a really cool backstory. I'm going to first apologize, though, for completely butchering every single name in this section. Sorry about that. So, their promo material says it all started with a smashed lute. A friend of the Peshwar-based ensemble's founder, Faran Bagra, had bought the rubab, a traditional Pashtun instrument, home, only to meet with serious paternal disapproval. The instrument was soon in pieces to be replaced by a more respectable guitar. That got Bagra thinking. If the instrument sparked such potent passion, what might the plucky, longed-body lute be able to say? Leave the rhubarb, they told him, remembers Bagra. It's for the people who are uneducated. Then I realized why it was threatening. Bagra, like the rest of his young bandmates in Kumarian, the intoxicators, went on to teach himself a traditional instrument, in Bagra's case, the much-neglected and maligned rhubarb, one of the mainstays of Pakistani Pashtun music. Not content to merely learn for himself, he then went on to record a series of videos so others could learn to play. In this act of personal rebellion, and with the determined hope to bring Pashtun music and culture into the regional and international mainstream, the instrumental quartet began taking the sound of home jam sessions to the stage. Since both the song and the band have interesting histories, I'll put links in the show notes for you. Kumarian also has some really awesome other music. I'll see if I can get permission to play another of their songs for you. Now, before we go, five songs that is recorded under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. So you can share it, but not sell it or change it. All the rights to the songs are held by the musicians. The show notes, which you can find on the Five Songs Set website, contain links to all the bands and songs in this podcast, as well as lots of additional information. I'd like to thank the musicians featured here for giving me permission to use their songs, because without them, this podcast wouldn't be possible. I'd like to thank Alexander Petersky for the theme music. If you like one of the bands you heard here, go like them on Facebook. You can find a link in the show notes, and it'll help them out. If you would like to let me know what you think about the podcast, drop me an email at fivesongsaid at gmail.com or comment on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast by following the instructions on the website or by going to the iTunes store. If you want to get an email about new shows and very occasionally other information, you can sign up on the website or drop me an email. Lastly, we have the National Anthem of Nepal. It's kind of an interesting song that there's pretty much seems to be a single, much-copied version of it on the internet, with no attributions. So since I found it with a Creative Commons license, I'm just going to play it. This national anthem is new, which isn't so surprising considering all the turmoil in Nepal in the not-so-distant past. Nepal had been a monarchy. In 1996, a civil war broke out between the government and Mao's forces hoping to overthrow the monarchy. It finally ended in 2006. The king gave up power, the House of Representatives, which had been dissolved, was reinstated, and Nepal was declared a secular state. During this change of government, the old anthem was replaced with a new anthem. The Maoists wanted something that was more strong and revolutionary, but this is what they got. For some context, here are the lyrics. We are hundreds of flowers, the one garland, Nepali. 
sovereigns spread out from Mechi to Makali, amassing nature's millions of resources by the blood of heroes, independent and immovable. Land of knowledge, land of peace, Terai, hills, mountains, indivisible, this beloved, our motherland, Nepal. The diverse races, languages, faiths, and cultures are so extensive. Our progressive nation, long live Nepal. Here is the national anthem of Nepal. Until next time, this is Felicia, signing off from St. Petersburg in Russia. Five, six, six.